We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to our worldwide audience. Thank you for tuning in to Rescuers Radio Show, which can be heard at Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com every Thursday at 530. And then once it airs at uh, Faith Talk 1360, it goes becomes a podcast. You'll find it everywhere, Spotify, podcast. Uh, Instagram, for Facebook, and our website is rescuersradioshow.org, so we're not hard to uh, to miss. You can find us anywhere. But my guest today, I'm very excited to have, uh, all the way from Iowa, Rachel Egham, Senator, founding president of Hope for Women International, and Dress a Girl Around the World. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Glad you could be on with us this morning or today. So um, tell me, uh, let's let's before we go into the the nonprofits, uh, let's talk about your backstory. Uh, how did you end up at this point in your life to do such marvelous things <laughs> from well, Iowa? God has his ways. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, my brother, who is the founder of Hope for Kids International, um, started me going on mission trips with him. And then it was through the mission trips that I found the passion for the women of Uganda and for uh, girls around the world. So uh, we grew up in a Christian home. My parents, uh, although we were considered poverty level, Uh, My parents always taught us that you give, you cannot give God, you give your first 10% to the Lord, you you go, we would pick up the migrant workers, take them to church. So I grew up in a home that says, you don't just live for you. That's that's outstanding. I mean, uh, how how clearer can it get, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, um... Let's talk about Hope for Women. That's Hope Number Four Women International. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a landscape look. We know we're, we're not we're not hard up for time here. Just give us a whole look at that nonprofit. Okay. Well, um, in about 2008, I was in Uganda with Hope for Kids International, and they sponsor children. So I was looking at their program and. I would go out and meet the women. I, 
I would go out and interview women. My brother and I had written a book together and I wanted to write a book about the women of Uganda and their situation. The more I talked to the women, the more I realized how in poverty they were. And I mean, you would never know it when you talked to them. They just had the joy of the Lord. And, and, uh, but then when you start digging into their story, a lot of them were beaten by their husbands. The polygamy is big in Uganda. And um, so they would marry their dream man. And then a few months later, their dream man would bring home another wife and Mm. uh, just the hardships of being a woman in Uganda. And um, we would go out and we'd have tea parties with them and have them invite their (laughs) neighbors. Had they ever seen a tea party? Uh, No, they hadn't. And then we started doing like little spas where we'd wash their feet and paint their toes and their nails. And we had a mirror and we'd show them how they looked after lipstick and everything. A lot of them, it's the first time they'd ever seen themselves in a mirror. Oh my gosh. And so then you'd have to say, yeah, that's you. And you'd show, see, that's me next to you. That's you. And oh my goodness, they, they would just laugh and be so embarrassed when they saw themselves in the mirror for the first time. So we just started out having fun like that. And then after a while, I said, uh, it's fun to bring joy to these women, but we need to bring them more. Mm. And so I talked to our partner in Uganda and I said, can we look at Hope for Kids child sponsorship and do something similar with the women? And she said, yes. Yeah. So we came up with a plan and we sponsor women. And the women are only sponsored for one year. And it's $36 a month. And with that $36, you can do a lot in Uganda. Oh, yeah. Um, we train the women for that year. They're, uh, they come to classes each week on um they're mentored in how to operate a business. They're taught how to count change. They're just uh, taught so much to do with the business. And then each month they, they get uh, some funds and then they can add on to their business. They're taught to do banking. Uh, It's just amazing that what you can do that little money. And, And, um, and these are things that they probably never would have thought of, right? no, uh, we were actually there a couple of years ago and we had a walk for women and just a, a dignity walk. And, and there was over a thousand women in that walk that who graduated from our program. And um, they would come running up to me, like when we'd go by the bank, I have money in that bank. And <laughs> just so proud. And, you know, God just has taken this program. You don't have to be a Christian to uh, be sponsored but you're going to hear about the Lord, of course, at, at the meetings and things. Yes. And uh, one time I was there and there were some Muslim women who were in our sponsorship program. And our partner nudged me and she said, listen to the Muslim women singing about Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So uh, it, it's really cool. Oh, man. You know, when you bring up the, the number $36, it reminds me um, one time my wife and I, uh, gave $36 a month over a period of time through Compassion International. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had a little boy in Uganda. And uh, we found out through Compassion, our $36 a month uh, almost tripled the family income. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, that's staggering when you when you yeah. put, put it in that perspective, right? 
Yes, it really is. Um, when you see that they make a dollar or two a day, yeah, that's good. And then, uh, like one time we were out visiting the women in their businesses. This lady was making uh, donut holes, I call them, and she had her plastic gloves on was doing everything according to what, hmm. what she'd been taught and all the customers were coming and i said if you sell everything you have today how much money will that be it equated to 50 dollars in oh american my. money oh my and i mean that's huge you don't yeah. make that a month right oh my gosh yeah so uh hope for women international uh you started that and and how did you grow that how did how did you uh, get um people to find out about it to to help out uh we use social media a lot mm -hmm, yeah <laughs> and then uh we uh, continue to travel with hope for kids international we say that's our brother organization and um <laughs> they're very uh promoting of us like when we go on the trips we always have a, some women events so uh people on the trips are exposed to the women and they get to meet the women they sponsor and and through newsletters you know god just lays this on people's hearts mm. and uh the fact that we've sponsored i think around 1300 women since we started wow that's and cool. and you see and and witness things that are unfounded in our culture mm -hmm. and everybody should make the trip like that. Right. It's so humbling. And so tell me about a little bit more about that story when you f first were there. Mm. Well, uh, when I first went there, I, I was so, even though I knew kind of that people lived in mud huts and stuff, I, yeah. I was in shock. I, I just didn't realize, I thought I could at that time I was sponsoring children. Well, I still do, but, um, and I thought I could email her, you know, and things like that. <laughs> That's very American, right? <laughs> yes. We got there and it was like stepping back in time. Yeah. And uh, you'd see these kids and, and their parents and everybody, and they're just so poor mm. and, and love God. That's what just blows me away that, they would praise God. They would thank him for every little thing in their life. And, you know, where some of us, if we were in that situation, would be complaining to God. Why me? Why do I live this way? And I did complain to God when I got home, but it wasn't, it was like, why was I born here? Mm. And not in a mud hut in Uganda. Mm -hmm. yep. Why do I get to eat whatever I want? Why mm. do I get to go in my car and go wherever I want to go and, and not worry about how am I going to feed my children? Mm. Uh, you know, it, it still overwhelms me yeah. that I am so blessed. Yes, we all are. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and these people are... You, you know, know, I had a guest on the Rescuer Show uh, a while back. Um, she's a she's a former professional women's golfer here in the country, mm -hmm. and uh, she formed uh, a group to go to Uganda, and she uh, wanted to do something about the water situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, she found out that you know a woman every morning would put a, a vase or a large container on her head walk mm -hmm. walk about an hour to get fresh water to bring back home mm -hmm. and 
she thought there has to be a, something better than this. So uh, fortunately for her, she started working with a an international ministry, and um, they came alongside of her, and they had the the their their withal withal to hire companies to drill wells and that, all of that. Mm-hmm. So within a, a short period of time, they had in a village they would have one spout one area where you can get clean pure water mm-hmm. and then you don't have to do that uh, that one hour trek every morning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things like that are just amazing to me and that grew into a very large ministry not only for for her but for all the people that came along with her mm-hmm. and came, has come since that time and mm-hmm. i i won't share names but um she eventually, uh, because there's so many young young women coming into the LPGA, uh, she wanted them to have an experience like that. So she started taking uh, young ladies off the uh, ladies uh, PGA tour to go with her, so that she, they could be exposed to that. Wow! Yeah, isn't that America? Uh, I mean, for you to do that says a lot about who you are, but also about your faith in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have seen the the women walking for water. In fact, Hope for Kids has um, a water for kids. And, and I've been at well dedications, and it's just amazing. Mm. All the people who come out for that, and then they get to hear the gospel, they even bring like a portable swimming pool with them <laughs> and baptize people at these. Oh, my gosh. It, it's, it's incredible to just see. And the people aren't thanking hope for kids they're thanking god which is what we want them to thank god and they're like how did god find me way out here (laughs) so i know we have some listeners that maybe uh, checked in a little late to this program this morning but i want to let you know that my guest is uh, rachel eggham senator uh, founding president of hope for women international and dress a girl around the world uh nonprofits. And uh, so uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the, the dresses. What, what, when, when did that happen and what is that exactly? Okay. Well, um, as I mentioned, the, the kids in, are in poverty in Uganda. And I, I would see, I've always had this heart for little girls. Since we had girls and when we had a grandson, we weren't real sure what to do with him because he was our first boy. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah. But um I would see these girls with torn, ragged dresses. You couldn't even describe what mm. the article of clothing was at times. It was just shreds oh hanging on them. And then I think God just kind of planted a seed in my heart at that time. And I would, uh, they have all these roadside stops. And I would kind of take a girl and say, come here. And then I'd take her to a shop and tell the shopkeeper she needs a dress. And well, that gets expensive when the word gets out. <laughs> um, so then uh, somebody gave me a pillowcase dress pattern where you'd make the dresses out of pillowcases. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so my sister and I uh, went to Uganda with stacks and stacks of pillowcases. We taught the women how to make dresses from pillowcases on treadle sewing machines. Oh my. Those are the things you pedal, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You um, use what you got, right? That's right. And um, 
so we we taught them how to do that and i was like okay that's my my thing is done i've taught the women of uganda how to make these dresses they can make dresses for their little girls well people kept calling and writing to me and saying we want to make dresses and i would say that is not the vision <laughs> the vision is for the women of uganda to make the dresses for their children <laughs> so then i received a, a letter from a college girl who was going to honduras and um she asked for financial help and i said i will and could you also take 50 dresses to this orphanage you're going to and we'll just see how it goes she came back with pictures of these kids in their dresses and i said i guess we're dress a girl around the world and threw up this website and god just took over i had no idea what i was doing <laughs> i still don't some days but since that time uh, god has just expanded the dress a girl ministry and you know it our goal is every girl should have at least one dress they need to know their love they need to know that they are worthy and that god loves them mm. and we when we put the dress on them, we put it over whatever they're wearing and tell them that we pray for them we pray over the dresses before they go out <laughs> um we have an audience when we're doing the dresses and then we we tell them about uh, human trafficking. And I, I wonder, I was going to talk about that next. Go okay. ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, um, we were told by village pastors that our label, we put our dress a girl label on the front of the dress so people walking towards them can see it, indicates that that girl is under an organization. So hopefully predators will leave her alone. Mm. And we don't have any stats, but we say if it saves one girl, yeah. that label goes on the front of every dress. Yeah. So then I, um, my niece uh, goes around to schools here in the U.S. and, and teaches about human trafficking. So I uh, got a lot of information from her and then another website. And we give out trafficking information at all of our uh, events where we, we meet with women and with the girls. And um, of course we know boys are trafficked too. Mm -hmm. And we talk about that. We, we tell them the tricks of a trafficker that someone could come into your village and say, I'm a pastor. I'm going to take your daughter to oh. America and she'll have this wonderful life. She'll send your money. That's happened a lot. That's sad. It is. Yeah. And um we so then we tell our people who are traveling that we're not with them and like somebody was in Burundi and we had told her about the trafficking and to warn the people about the trafficking and she said six people came to her afterwards and said they were ready to send their daughters oh my gosh oh yeah boy. so we're very passionate about getting the word out yeah about trafficking to these poor people who are, are you know who wouldn't send their daughter and thinking she's mm -hmm. going to have a better life yeah so um talking about uh the clothing part uh my wife and i from time to time support a um a church leader in haiti Mm -hmm. And uh, we've met him. He's been here to the United States and uh, from time to time, but has to go back. Mm -hmm. The amazing thing to me, he'll he'll uh, he'll send us a video every once in a while mm -hmm. of one of their service church services in the morning. Mm -hmm. And 
it's amazing because they don't even have a roof on this, what they call their church. Yeah. It's cinder block all the way around, and they put a tarp or a canvas over the top. Mm. But they And they have generators to run the electricity for their praise band and all of that. Wow. And, and the first time we got a video from, from him, the women especially showed up to church in very colorful dresses, mm -hmm. hats, mm -hmm. and we wow. thought, oh, my gosh, where do they keep this stuff? Yeah. I mean, these are people that make their, their meal on a, on a charcoal grill. Mm -hmm. and, and we think, you know, that's how serious they take worship. Yeah. And and they're joyous. They they have music playing and they're singing and and the men have sh suits and ties. And mm -hmm. and we thought, oh, my gosh, mm -hmm. uh, we take so much of that for granted. But, um, you know, for them to do that and I don't we still don't know where in the heck they keep those clothes during mm -hmm. the week. But uh, but they show up and boom. Wow. It's quite quite a thing to see, and I'm sure in in Africa the same thing goes on, uh, because they don't see that all the time. It, they cherish yeah. those dresses, right? They cherish yes. that oh, yes. the, the newness of that. And um, yes. so, how do these two uh, nonprofits work together? Work hand in hand. The Hope for Women and the Dressa Girl are they are they under the same? Yeah, uh, Dress a Girl is actually a program of Hope for Women International. Oh, okay, got it, okay. Yeah. Got it. So uh, we promote both the programs when we're out, and uh, a lot of our Dress a Girl people will sponsor women, and a lot of our sponsors will get into making dresses because mm. they're all handmade dresses. Yeah. I do want to mention that, you know, in the, the border states here and here in our country, are going through a real trial right now with with human trafficking yes. uh, coming into the United States. And, and you know, I, last night I saw a, a, a child about four or five years old being hoisted up over the wall and just dropped and left. Mm. And then who's going to end up with them? You know, yep. who, who knows? And who's a, who knows? Uh, so we, we've got those issues here, but not as severe as I think Uganda, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, well, uh, who knows for sure? Yeah, I, mean, I know. There's no statistics on it. But, there's desperate people right. all over the world, and whoever threw their child over was surely thinking they're going to a better life. Mm -hmm. And uh, Well, uh, and everything has a it, it's a, it chases the dollar, right? Yeah. And, and they don't care. They, it, the, the people that are doing this just don't care. And um, so um, um, it's amazing what you've been able to pull off, Rachel. <laughs> this, this is this is really uh, and your brother, Tom, is part of this, right? He uh, is the founder of Hope for Kids International. Oh, OK. I missed yeah, that one. And, yeah. So he uh, they actually helped us start for women international and and they uh mentor us along the way because he's been in it for like 50 years okay been in it since 2008 so uh we we really look to them a lot for for so, guidance so what is the hope for kids part Hope for kids international uh their 
a lot bigger than we are. <laughs> they sponsor kids all over the world. They do uh, water for kids, which is oh my uh, gosh. some places they do water filtration. I've been with them to Haiti when they've done the water filtration there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they drill wells in different places. I've been with them to India when they have drilled wells there. And uh, we had to go in vans with the shades pulled and everything. Oh, my you know, gosh against christian yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um i mean there's there's organizations like world vision and Mm -hmm. hope for kids is at that that place right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh we're entering our last two minutes of the program and my gosh it just flies by when we're having so much fun rachel Mm -hmm. but um i want to ask you a few things um through your ministries um you, you, so all of these are under a ministry of some kind, right? Correct. Okay. And you're carrying that from here to Uganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many trips would you say you make a year? Um, well, before COVID, yeah, yeah. Uh, we would travel uh, with Hope for Kids. We didn't decide to, we decided not to do our own yeah. trips. We're just traveling with them. So they go four times a year. I've gone to Uganda 30-some times since oh, we wow. started. Hey, would you do me a favor? We're about to end the program, but give us give our, our audience a website where they can contact you. Okay. Um, probably the most popular one is dressagirlaroundtheworld.com. Okay. And then it, it has a link there that leads you to the Hope for Women website and uh, then we, of course, we're on Facebook and all that. Okay, so, so one more time, the, the website. Dressagirlaroundtheworld.com. Dot com. Okay. Rachel Igham, Senator, it's so great to talk to you and meet you uh, through the Rescuer Show. And thank you for being a rescuer, changing and saving lives. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's my privilege. God bless. Thank you. Rescuer's Radio Show is heard weekly at uh, Faith Talk 1360 and 1360.com. And uh, you'll find our website, uh, rescuersradioshow.org. God bless. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM.